Welcome to Choosing Leadership and this is another episode of the Investor's Lens series with your host Somit Gupta. This series will look at leadership from the point of view of an investor or a VC. In each episode of this series we will explore what traits, behaviors or red flags investors see in their founders that they work with and how founders evolve over time as they grow and become better leaders. I am here to help the best leaders get better and to create organizations where people get to do the work of their lives. Together let us do our bit to create a world where all of us can show up as leaders. With that let us get started. Anoop is the managing partner at Free Spirit Ventures. He has successfully exited three ventures and invests in early stage fintech, media, gaming and crypto based startups. In the interview Anoop shares that he follows situational leadership he shares how 2021 was the golden period for venture capital and at the end of the day we are all human beings and how many times leaders have to go back to the drawing board and start from zero hi anoop and welcome to the choosing leadership podcast hey thanks asomit yeah, i got honored actually to be part of your podcast it's a pleasure to have you here and to begin with for our listeners can you start by sharing who you are and what do you do today Yeah sure I run actually a small investment startup investment firm from London and it's named known as Free Spirit Venture we have a portfolio investment across fintech tech we have recently done web3 and the gaming investment and media is also something which we have invested and that's quite quite a kind of a heavy side in our right now portfolio i have been professionally i've been in the corporate side for 14 years then moved into startup world had three exits with that investment i started off free spirit ventures and typically we invest at the early stage where at the idea stage work with the founders and that the capital is actually a risk capital which we introduce to the into the firm and we work along with them we don't do a big kind of numbers of investment and typically our sweet spot is 3 to 4 where we could give our time bring our expertise into it yeah thank you for sharing that uh, and i see that you have a history as an entrepreneur Yeah. yeah and i'm very curious about the name free spirit ventures so is there a story behind that it's a free spirit it's just me i haven't really grown too much into the thought process of anything it's just what i loved doing it i just go ahead and do it i have moved also like in my career as well as my investment fields which doesn't really like i don't really know any background i still have gone into it learned about it so it's that brings out in the free spirit itself the whole the name of it we have we are actually we have taken risk i don't take any capital from outside to do investment during our early stage first i see if it works then i have my other lps where funds are there where we invest further so i really like actually that part of it where we transform we get an idea into a shape product from a like that so it's me which is translated as free spirit <laughs> that's us yeah and how do you merge it with like finance or with entrepreneurship because these can be very heavy endeavors right full of successes as well as failures and surprises and free spirit sign is very much needed but sounds missing in a normal definition of the startup nomenclature yeah i think you know, every particular investment firm has its own investment thesis and they have different models that they go through but quite frankly so when i started i started i had the three ventures before uh, even when i thought about the the venture capital forming and and it was started as an advisory then my own capital i started as an angel investor so then i said okay like, 
there need to be a structure around it to do it. Our thing has gone organically. We yeah. have seen it. We got success in some some part, exited. I don't have a long, short kind of thought process on an investment. But if it is a sweet spot where we think actually, okay, we have made a decent profit, we exit from that. So that so you know when you think about the finance and all those things, quite frankly, we just as the name suggests, actually in that we haven't really put too much of our process. That said, has it been hungry like you know everything was working? No, we learned over the process of last ten to eleven years. I have learned it. Corporate has given me a lot of insight onto it. But quite frankly, entrepreneurial situations are totally different from the corporate and. You got to navigate that in those, in the scenarios which are put in front of you. Can't really plan it out, but it's been learning. We had made our own fair set of mistakes. We certain investments have gone pear shape, but still, I think we've been good in navigating. Good amount of actually founders, the team, etc. We have built it up. Good relationship across the globe with our investments. Yeah, that, that that's what I can say. Actually, we haven't really. I don't have a model. Okay, Free Spirit got this particular model or a thesis. It has gone with the flow of it. I love actually in investing and being part of the ventures and built it up. So it was something which was missing for me when I started my entrepreneurial journey because there was none. When 2014, there was nothing. You have few accelerators to name it. There were not much of access. So here I really literally wanted with Spirit was actually take it, something which I like also, be part of it, invest it, move on. Yeah, thank you for adding that. And when you work with founders or invest with them, are there any particular leadership skills that you look for them? Quite frankly, I don't really look into the leadership part of it because the thing is, I believe in my 10 years, everyone, I have been in a situation, I follow situation leadership. So it may put me into it. Things come, I learn about it, delegate those. Yeah. And I found actually many of the founders who come thinking about actually they are very well prepared, but the small thing they get, everything goes out of the box. So mm. you can't really work out. So for me and my founders, we felt actually when you're put into a particular situation, so you're boxed, right? So then you are trying to actually get out of how to get out of it. And it's a situation and that really works. None of the other thing what we can actually impart uh, from different persons learning, different companies, founders, etc. It doesn't because that, that leadership style would have worked in for them, the situation, the geography, the people, the kind of the segment they are working. It, it worked for them. But your the, uh, leadership style have to be adapt to that particular situation to yeah. really come out of it. That's what I feel. So many of the many of the founders have gone through that particular process. And uh, we have, we help them, we work with them. When you start actually a venture, you try, you tell them, your experience, they bring their right, you know, so we bring the investments and then they say, actually, okay, hey, you know, these are the things which we have seen can go wrong. Look into that. Don't spend too much money upfront on this kind of activity. We bring it. Then once they are ready to it, the selling of the whole aspects, there is a, there is actually a learning major. So that's that leadership, which we bring into it. Then we participate as the company is operationally growing. Then there's a point when you delegate and I move on to next set of an investment. So for me, that worked pretty well because I'm not sitting on someone and, and having an autocratic decision-making because you need to be free because being an entrepreneur is sitting on pressure. I can explore it tight. So that's, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think, I think that's the best kind of leadership, especially like post-pandemic in the world that we're living in. Yeah. Uh, there is very little predictability if it's, changes have never been more fast than it is now 
So being sure. able to adapt and change and be flexible is so much more valuable today. Yeah. Yeah. See, 2021 was actually what the venture capitals, the venture capitals got actually its own golden period or golden or, you know, platinum, mm-hmm. whatever you want to diamond. But the, the moment 2022 arrived and again, 2023, you have seen actually business or ventures which have actually raised so much of money, they are not able to raise. Banks going burst because of which the capital which has been raised, companies are not able to access. So we have actually in our portfolio two you know, companies in states, ventures in states, which suddenly they're not able to access their 3.5 million funds, which they have raised. Okay. And then we have to plug into it. So today we are living in a time frame where we have to have a very a leadership style in a very short span. What are you going to yeah. Because overnight, if you think about when the SVB collapsed, so overnight, the whole thing was leadership was there, like even companies doing this data or trying to do different yeah. kind of asset class. So I think we need to do that. There is no set framework or model which you can adapt and be successful. This world is actually, we are living in a world where anything can happen and you need to be ready for what's next, what can you do? Yeah. So that's all. Yeah, and if you take that same, what is happening right now, maybe a recession year, if you look back at your life, right, how have you handled those periods when where things were not going very well, right? Which could be periods of recession or periods of a particular setback. Uh, and then what is that lesson that you have learned? And then you also help to communicate with the people that you're working with. No, I think I haven't, I have learned actually to very, in a very hard way, a typically a founder's mistake. So when, when I started my first venture, we were actually kind of become, came out of the corporate lifestyle. And then we started off it. I said, I don't want to take any kind of a salary. I would dedicate everything to it. And then we were trying to build it. We're trying to actually build a product. We should have been out in six months. We took one and a half years to it, beautifying to the customer's need. And when it hit the market, customer didn't need actually half of it. So all, you know, I'm, I'm mentioning all these things because these are all the learnings which I'm just, you know, imparting right now. So I'll come to that. So we learned it. And then there was a break point where one and a half years without any kind of an income, we're just spending investors' money on the, to the product. Investor is happy that I'm not burning, paying his thing. But there was a break point for me thinking back, okay, hey, if I was in a corporate, this would have been my thing. I'm not able to. So that that's something which I try to do it. Get your basics. One less tension for you looking after the family that, okay, it's not be extravagant how you can run the whole thing. Try to cut unnecessary development into the product, which the customer doesn't need. And it is good to have. It's not must have. So take those things out. Come to the basic. So these are the all the learnings, which is a good period of a time, which I have gone through. And I've learned it a hard way. And when it comes to my portfolio firms, I just say that. Focus on get something out into the market. See that. Okay, if it is working and if you don't have much of the money, let's survive with that. Let's give the a beautiful service to the customer. So I think that that has given a lot of insight from my background, which I could give it to these guys. And then the network network is there where the selling of the product is there that I have built over a period of time. I'm able to impart to it. So how you negotiate, how you, what are the pricing, you know, if, if it is a hardball pricing to for your product to be sold, come down, see actually how they are faring, how you're helping and navigating those businesses with their product. So it's always about your history, what you have learned in during your previous time period. You are able to bring it to, let it be a recession. It, it's a cycle, right? So we are now in a recession cycle and 
it's a perfect storm if you can call war is going on the other and interest rates are getting high we are in a recession inflation is high so it's a perfect storm but i think there's a lot of the firms are very well learned from the, the whole process of people like me are there houses who are just talking about okay how to do it was sitting with their invested firms going through the reviews cash flow reviews finance you know what is actually the projection so we that's pretty much it's a learning part of it and you have to have that discipline during the good time as well as to the bad time you cannot some basic rules are there which you cannot really if it is a good time let's get on a spend free no it doesn't really work because one way or the other you are caught up you'll get caught up yeah tell me more about the good times or the successes i think there is a lot of understanding of how to learn from failure but yep. many times what happens in the good times or the successes is what can trip us up and we don't realize until much later so even a recession or even svb's collapse is because of something we did in that boom period and we were not yeah. prudent enough so can you share maybe for your example and also how do you advise founders who are very many times young confident how do you help them deal with the highs more importantly yeah at the end of the day we are all basically human being and we get carried away i can't we can have millions of case studies and but think about a person actually who's sitting in a back of a system building a product and suddenly his product is actually back up hey and he's getting actually millions of it there is a moment where that hardship of there they try to enjoy and i would say when it rains i put certain set of an amount actually aside to all my the firms or when i say actually when the good times are there there is actually a following a bad time there's going to be a dip dip for it during the good time when you, when it's ra- raining heavily back in india we used to put plates to just get the water right across where drought is there so same way if you have pot of investments for allocated from it it helps actually the businesses to let's say innovate or they want to actually hyperscale and grow to a different market or they want to do an acquisition the these things can only come or there are two two models to it you can raise funds but again when you are raising funds actually you are diluting yourself when you need a good time when you are making money after your expenses you have certain certain amount the the, the guidance which we have to our internal in a portfolio companies are actually to invest allocate and so that you can just do the investment term at for the later later part of it or which gives you rather than going and actually diluting yourself for further fundraising so that's one part of it the second part of it is actually you know you have done the hard work so a little amount of enjoyment is also needed because you're burned out by the time your product hits the market and you get a success revenue clocking in it's a, there's a fair need of that enjoyment to be done so that's not something which i would say no you should not do it that should be also done because i've seen people working day night to get something out and get to a point where the product becomes successful there mm-hmm. is a long journey there is a the rather than the, actually the founder the the people around him is burning more right yeah so i think actually there's a fair set of you can get carried away a little bit i don't blame it because it's just getting to that rejuvenation point so it's fine but when the good time allocating actually certain set of capital for your future expansions or for the bad days is something which i would say a must have a strategy for a founder looking into it it's a cycle because now everyone data's are there we have gone every 8 year or in a 10 year we are actually into it and startups are there actually more than 8 10 yeah. years they have seen that cycles coming up yeah and how do you build that balance so you have been in this for a while 
how do you build that balance while being in that pressure cooker situation with some many times long working hours how do you make it sustainable over the long term sustainable over the long term sometime when the situation throws you out so it like you, know, you are back to the back to the basics so then you go back when times are good you may do it but suddenly like an svb situation comes out i have done it with but they don't have access to anything so you go back to the drawing board of okay how to navigate next 3 months how to maintain actually salary vendor payments rest of the other thing and when your customer are saying actually can you just make the delay in the payments can you give us actually 30 days of cycle time to make the payments so you have to navigate so i guess at that point of time it's it, it's actually the connections what you have made or people you have helped during the good time they come out actually to help a lot of uh, like our two ventures we got investment from supporting media companies which were in my portfolio they said okay we can actually lend you the funds for during that period of time i guess that need to be there that kind of a small kind of a network within 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 your company like each of them are helping each other you can tap outside but it takes time to negotiate the deal the terms but if you're within a same network it yeah. becomes easy so i think cultivating good that network is also an essential during a good period of time to get it get get the most out when you know when your times are not good yeah yeah and what role do you see for like coaches or advisors in that period of like managing the growth as founders or leaders become more mature they see more successes and failures where do more organized support come in for you i cannot see it from the wire perspective i would go back to my time when i was struggling as a founder when i would say the coaches or the advisors at that point of what i would have expected or to get was how to navigate that situation or help helping them okay you know so today you may be coach to like say 10 different founders or venture capital you know it as a coach and advisor i think how getting you out of that situation is what today's coach and advisors have more model they have more network like that and i think actually that's what is literally needed today you can go and advise okay you should not do this you should not do that but so what but beyond that hey you have you in this problem i think actually i can connect you to with this particular gentleman who can actually who is actually from the same industry or they can help you navigate i guess that is a part the coach and advisor now need to mature because we are all connected you may know someone which who i know i may not i may be facing a problem say some i'm facing this particular problem how to navigate it you may give a thought and you may come up with a solution rather than actually the steps because previously the advisors are the steps but today the coach and the advisors have wide range of network and say okay hey i would like to connect see actually if there's some synergies mm-hmm. can be built or not i guess that's the biggest thing and as an advisor to different firms i do the same thing is actually something which is not in my capability i would say actually hey if there is anyone in my network which can i bring in mm-hmm. them help them navigate that particular problem move it because that's what as an advisor i am able to add a value to it i don't like i'm not a subject matter expert in that or a thought leader on on that space but still i'm able to get them from that particular problem to the next phase yeah yeah can you share a bit of your own vision right now as you are like investing and doing everything that you do for us actually we have has of now paused on any kind of a new investments with the current one we were supposed mm-hmm. to exit a few things so looking at our kind of a liquidity with with our own the fund we are actually holding it for our existing portfolios but uh, we have committed to two 
investments this year. So one is in the gaming gaming one, but it's more it's not Web three or other games. It's Web three plus a social gaming kind of a format into a sports venture. We have invested. And what I see is after the pandemic, people want to come out. People want to. There's a family engagement, which has been missed. Friend, friends coming out, etc. There is more and more investments going on, creating that recreational part of it. That said, there are other domains like AI, the the fintech one, which are there. So we have invested into it, but we are not actually you know, putting more investment at this point of time. We see that okay, there'd be a kind of a growth phase in it till 2024 mid, but it will pick it up. But that said, there is a lot of investments going on in, in the Web3 space. Yeah. So we have done it. And what we have done is generating revenue from day one. We haven't taken any investors' funds into the Web3, the gaming, the one is generating day one revenue mm-hmm. for us. So that's a model which we want to build and scale across. Yeah. So that's from our yeah. point of view, like what we share. Now, next year, things may change. We may change our, but this year it's more support. But actually, we don't need, you know, from where, which particular venture would need additional investments, etc. So we are locking in for that. Yeah, yeah. And before we wrap up, right, on the day-to-day level, what give what gives you the most joy and satisfaction? I think actually each single meeting where I have moved from point one to point one point five. I, it gives me a satisfaction. So I think you should not beat you down that, oh, you haven't really closed down that deal or you haven't moved it. I feel actually every day when some progress is there, I feel actually that there is there is that sense of happiness for me. That, okay, hey, today something has been done. This has been, this particular product has been released in our app store or this has been done. I think over a period of time, what I I used to actually beat myself that I, I need to have some big milestone for me to be happy. I guess I am not, I, over a period of time, I have actually narrowed it down and all small milestones, small towards a milestone, small tasks yeah. to the milestone. When we are progressing, I'm really happy. So that's how actually I, I enjoy yeah. my bit of. Yeah, I think that's very meaningful because many times we just keep on waiting if you're looking for those big jumps. But if simply if you yeah. can do like a 1% improvement every day it compounds over a period of time and it's a huge difference let's say after six months or after one year that you can't even yeah, recognize yeah. Yeah. i think actually it, it also take a toll on your confidence your it also take I mean, the confidence is gone the way you behave because you are actually because you have said actually this is a target and you have to achieve and you may fall short actually to reach it but if you enjoy everyday success you are motivated the next day yeah. is actually hey let me actually take this particular task and I think that's something I've seen across where founders beat themselves a lot saying that, okay, I haven't achieved this. I haven't, I guess actually, if you break that down, okay, this is the, this is a milestone and this will take 10 steps for me. Each step, enjoy. I think there will be more positive, positiveness actually. And this is what something I've learned. So my first three ventures, I've been beating myself like, oh, this is not hitting the market when the product is not even ready. Hit the market. Okay. Customer is not. So I think uh, you sh- you should really celebrate it, each of your step. What comes of the end of it, if you wait till that time, you burn yourself a lot. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think it's three levels, right? One is your big goal and number that you have, which is very important. The second is yeah. to focus on the short wins or the small improvements. And as you said, not to beat yourself up. But many times also understanding that there is progress happening, even if it is not visible. So just many times, especially with gardening or planting, 
You yes. don't see growth and suddenly growth happens, right? So you are still growing the roots. Yeah. And that is as true for business and like individual entrepreneurs as well. Even yeah. if you are not seeing results, maybe your skills are getting better, which you don't see. Yeah. And it's very important to slow down, to stop and actually honor and appreciate that. Yeah, each of the each of the moment in 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 your uh, that journey, you need to really enjoy. The example was actually pretty pretty well. When uh, see it to sapling, it takes actually three to four that week. If you just get restless and say, okay, no, it is not coming. Yeah, you're going to make it turn. So I guess that is my biggest uh, learning from the whole process is that enjoy each and every day. Just don't beat yourself. Uh, and what do you defining your success is also you. A success is actually what a million dollar, a billion dollar. What is it actually? For me, when I said we have a target of a certain investment growing X by 25, or you know, so we have put an internal, we don't want actually more than that. Certain, there are certain invest companies which have gone multiple X's and still I don't feel bad about it because I have said actually my ceiling is there. So that that is also an important way to define so that you don't, you're not over taking the overburden on yourself, you know, on Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And before we end, if anybody who's listening wants to reach out to you, find out more about you, what is the best way for them to do? The best way is actually reaching through my, like another you know, online website, because we have team which will look into it. And so we, we get originations roughly from our websites around 75%. Then rest of the things comes from introductions. And we try to actually respond to many of them. Where something, if it is not something, we'd say it's not something which is, mm-hmm. we are not able to do it. But I see it as, actually as an advisory board within the SME, be the business in UK, where we support actually SME businesses. So there are different multiple forums where I try to actually help our businesses to my two pence of learning, which I have done it. But, and you have to be always observing of actually the surrounding and always mm-hmm. open to learn. That's what in this field, uh, what I have, like I learned from an 18 to 12 years old or 50 years or 60. So it's a, always a, it's a learning thing and you keep on improving. That's yeah. For me to reach out is the best is actually reaching out through my free spread ventures and we'll respond to it. Thank you. Thank you, Anup, for sharing everything that you've shared. Yeah. And I want to wish you all the best as we close this. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure talking to you. Yeah. Same here. Okay. That's it for this episode of Choosing Leadership with Sumit Gupta. I choose leadership every time I record this podcast and I invite you to do the same. I invite you to design a life of joy, meaning pride and satisfaction. This is what I do most naturally, to lovingly and gently provoke you, to help you see your own light, to help you see what you are already capable of. If you like the sound of it, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs ups, ratings and reviews mean a lot to me and my team. I want to thank everyone who contributed to making this show a reality. And thank you for listening. Always remember that you are enough, you are loved and you matter. This is Sumit and until next time, keep choosing leadership.